You are now listening to the Griot's Black Podcast Network, Black Culture Amplified. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dear Culture, the podcast for buying about the culture. I'm your host, Panama Jackson, and it's 2023. We're celebrating 50 years of hip hop, which means we've had lots of guests and people who are on here talking about the culture, but just talking about any facet of it, right? Like I'm a hip hop head. You know, I got my MF Doom mask in the back behind me. You know what I'm saying? That that strangely, nobody has ever mentioned yet. No matter how many people I've had on here, nobody's ever pointed out the mask. But, you know, hip hop heads unite. And in that vein, we are joined today by Mickey Fax, who, let me see, how can I, how can I break this down? He is both an artist, he's an entrepreneur, a producer, uh, 2009 XXL freshman cover, part of that class, uh, a prominent feature of a recent blog era podcast that was doing numbers that was very, uh, like for people like me, for whom the blog era is very significant, you are prominently featured in that. Uh, and you are the founder of Pendulum Inc., which is a rap school, which is what brings us here today. And I'm very excited to talk about that and all that comes with that. My brother, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you guys for having me. I think it's an honor and a privilege. You know, before I dig into my questions, like, you know, how does it, I wanted to ask this, as I listen to the blog era pod, you know, I'm, again, you're prominently featured in that, you know, your interviews are, are kind of spread out through several parts of that because you are one of those artists for whom, uh, like, you made a name during that era. But when we think of that era, we think of you. You know what I'm saying? For those of us who were, like, really into the genre and the nah rights and all of that stuff. Um, what does it feel like to be such a prominent part of such a definitive era of hip-hop? Um, again, I think it goes back to being an honor and a privilege to be involved in anything that has cultural impact on uh, Black society and uh, human society in general. Um, the blog era was a very, very innovative, creative, and scary time. And we were just trying to, you know, find our way in, a, in an industry that was shifting and changing on a consistent basis. And some of us got lucky, some of us didn't. And I was in the pan of the lucky and not so lucky. Uh, I kind of experienced success and failure in that era. And I think uh, rising from the ashes like a phoenix is the best way to kind of uh, think of my uh, journey in the blog era from, you know, the rise, the fall, and then to resurrect and be here with what I'm doing now. When I think of you, I think of like lyricists and people who are like just really, really good at their craft. Right. So um, which brings us to why we're here today, which is Pendulum Inc your academy, a rap school, you know, we'll dig into that. But, you know, what is Pendulum Inc. and why did you start it? Pendulum Inc. is a uh, school for aspiring MCs to not only learn the business of music, but also to uh, improve their craft in different literary devices, uh, as well as songwriting, flow, delivery, cadence, and rhythm and style and multisyllabic uh, shadow boxing and different techniques that we've started here at Pendulum Inc. in our rap tech and advanced technique classes, as well as the mental health side and our rhymecology courses. We do everything here that you would want in a school. Uh, I know there are a lot of schools that have had courses that maybe one course in the entire, you know, 
uh, course track that's just reflective on hip hop, like you know, Dr. Dyson who who did his Tupac course. It was just that right. one course at that entire college. You come to our school and you have the access to about eleven to twelve different courses for you to take here at Pendulum what kind of courses are those? I mean, I know you have the classes on advanced techniques, but like what what are students at Pendulum Inc. learning and what are they like? What is the goal for them to get out of it by the time we finish, which I really want to talk about what it looks like to finish, you know, your courses or whatever, you know, you finish, finish your time at Pendulum Inc. Well, yeah, I mean, there, we have we offer a robust uh, curriculum for our students. It's eight months. Uh, okay. Everything is virtual. Um, we do everything on Zoom. Uh, we save and archive all of our content via Dropbox and YouTube. We have advanced techniques, rap techniques, rhythm and style, advanced rhythm and style. Uh, we have Rhymecology, which is our mental health uh, course. We have our song, Pendulum Songwriting, which is our songwriting course. We have Criminology and Hip Hop taught by Professor Amaria Jackson. We have Visual Aesthetics and Hip Hop taught by Professor Joe Stu. We have Hip Hop According to Finance, taught by Professor Jean-Luca and Professor Chris Stevens. We have uh, the evolution of uh, evolution of rhyme, taught by Professor Jeff Walker. We have the Content Corner, which teaches MCs how to you know, do and put out content. We have debate teams, and we also have Battle Rap 101, taught by Professor Chilla Jones. I also teach... Uh, the business class, and I bring in different people from different facets of the music industry to come in and, and give their expertise in that manner, as well as a showcase class where we have different uh, people from the industry that can come in and critique MC's music throughout that particular class. It's so fascinating to me. I mean, genuinely fascinating for a couple of reasons, and we're going to get into some of that. You know, so I want to talk about the Rhymecology class, which is the class that mental health is an aspect of that class. And I listened to the the it's not the episode, but I guess it was a master class with Fonte, and I heard that they that they used the one of the verses from one of his songs. I, is it on Charity Starts at Home? I can't remember what album it's on, but they used one of that to kind of talk about like how in depth he gets with his discussion about his own life as a way of springboarding into discussing mental health. Like mental health is such an important aspect of we talk about it a lot nowadays. It seems in culture, like everybody's in. Everybody's interested in self-care and ensuring like the, the best effort of self. Like, what does that class like? What is the focus of that class in terms of mental health? Like, what are the students aiming to get out of that? What are you all aiming for the students to get out of that class? Well, when you think about our core classes, right, which is the four main courses that we have at Pendulum, which is rap tech, advanced techniques, rhythm and style, and advanced rhythm and style. We break it up into writing and flowing, right? So rhythm and style is obviously flowing. And then rap tech and advanced tech is actually writing and writing at high levels. Uh, we don't want people to come in and just be these people that just have this great cadence and that's it, right? And we don't want people to come in and just be these syllable robots. We want to actually have people come in and express themselves, right? And allow themselves to be vulnerable. And the only way we can do that is with a therapist who's also actually an MC. And what he does in this class is groundbreaking. We bring in a legendary guest every single month. Last month, we had Rod Digger come in um, and we broke down one of her records uh, from an emotional standpoint. And we allow for us, we allow for a discussion, right? So that people can kind of express 
what they feel Rod Digger was trying to express in that particular record. And then we don't emulate what she did, but we experience what we've experienced through her sound bed, right? So for instance, when we had Method Man in class. It's a beautiful task. It's like I get excited looking for that word or looking for that uh, entendre or a double on. And if I could make it a triple entendre. And we had You're All I Need, which is a very vulnerable uh, record describing his love for his partner with Mary J. Blige, right? We would say, what are the things that we need to survive, right? Is it somebody we love? Is it the air we breathe? Is it the home that we stay in? Is it a family member that we need to take care of? What is it? And we need to express that. And we allow for MCs to express that via writing. And then they get a chance to uh, perform it in the class while writing it. A lot of our students cannot miss this class. It is a, a mandatory class for everyone to um, take once a month. Uh, so it's basically a therapy session that we give them through hip hop and they express themselves. We've stopped the divorce. We've stopped a suicide and we've helped so many people cope with the loss of family members as well as loved ones in their lives. Yeah, that's that's truly fascinating, especially because, I mean, so many of the artists that I know, like I grew up in on 90s hip hop, right? Like, you know, 44. So I grew up in the 90s, like on the, the Nas, Mob Deep, Jays, the. I'm a Southerner, so, you know, Outkast and, and Ghetto Boys are kind of like my North Star things. But it's funny thinking about these artists nowadays in terms of what they're expressing. Like, for instance, Prodigy from Mob Deep. When I think of him and the way he spit, like, there's a lot of pain in what he's talking about. Like, there's a lot of, you know, like, he's obviously a master lyricist, but the way that he was putting those things together, there's a certain under underpinning of, like, black male pain and youth and his own personal struggles. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. So that's why I can appreciate that kind of course, because I, the more that I think about what my favorite artists are talking about, it's really the mental health struggle, like Goody Mob. And I think about that entire Goody Mob first album, um, Soul Food, like it's like a, a masterclass in like what it's like to be a black man and the struggles that go along with it. So. I think that's really commendable. Not even just commendable, but I think it's like really, like it's innovative to be thinking about hip hop in that sense enough to create a course around that. So kudos to y'all for that. Time for a quick break. Stay with us. And we're back. Who are y'all students? And like, where do they come from? Like, how do people find the school? And I ask this because, like, are they younger or older? And I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll explain my question more after you answer that question. So currently we have about 70 students and they're all older. They're between the ages of 18 and 55. Uh, and we have students from all over the world. You know, they come in every weekend. They come in, you know, nightly to these classes. Uh, I think that the pandemic was able to show us that uh, virtual learning and virtual communication was a way for us to stay in contact, you know, the same way social media did for us in the early 2000s to now. Um, so currently, you know, we have those types of uh, students here at Pendulum Inc. We just launched our nonprofit organization called Pen Pal Kids, which will be teaching six-year-olds all the way up until 18-year-olds. Oh, that's dope. I like that. I was going to ask you about that. I, re I read an article about that. I read, a, I read an article that mentioned that. Um, the reason I asked about who your students are is because, like, I hate to be that guy. But, like, nowadays, I mean, I think most of us who kind of grew up in a certain era and probably people like yourself who are known as lyricists. Like, 
it doesn't seem like lyrics and the composition of verses is at the forefront of a lot of what we consider like the mainstream version of hip hop at this point, right? Like you're always going to have your rappers. Like I just wrote an album review of No Name Sundial album because I think she just goes clean off on that album in various ways, lover or hater in her content. But, you know, like the craft is clearly there. And of course, you have your Jake Holes and the Kendricks and Nicki Minaj, who, you know, whether lover or lady, like she can spit. Right. But it seems like a lot of artists nowadays, that's it's vibes, right? Like it's just vibes. So I was curious, like what kind of students were there? Are they there learning how to become better lyricists? And are there goals to release projects? Um, are, like what are the goals of the students that are at Pendulum? Okay, so I'm gonna tackle your first uh, question. Um, so we have we operate the same way the normal school system operates: freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. If someone can't rhyme on beat, rhythm and style is the freshman class, and we teach them how to rhyme on beat. If someone can rhyme on beat but their writing isn't as well as it should be, we send them to rap tech because that's the sophomore space. Junior and senior varies. Uh, which is advanced techniques and advanced rhythm and style. Uh, you have to go through those courses uh, in order to, for us to define where you are. So we do have MCs that are vibey and we put them in advanced techniques to hone their pen. And we have MCs that are lyricists and we put them in advanced rap rhythm and style to make them vibey, right? And have them understand what that vibe feels and sounds like. Uh, I like to how have and help MCs be versatile uh, because it, it doesn't make sense. When you listen to a Mickey Fax project, yeah, I can rap with Ransom, but I've also done records with Tiesto. Yeah, I've done records with Fall Out Boy and Kanye West, but I can also do a record with an unknown artist in the underground and do what I do, you know what I'm saying? It's literally from the vicinity of pun Got insufficient funds cause they giving me the crumbs I found out that the industry is numb So the world and I learned how to give it to my son And I can also battle rap and I can all So it's, it's very important that an MC at least dips their toe Into the different facets and styles of, of, of uh, what it is to be an MC And a lyricist and a rapper, right? I think it's very important I don't shun any style of hip hop. And I don't think anyone should shun any style of hip hop. What Sexy Red does is just as impressive as what Nas can do, right? Because if you put Nas into the booth and tell him to emulate what Sexy Red do, it will be pretty darn <laughs> difficult for him to do it. And right. that does not diminish her style, right? It's all about being like water, like what Bruce Lee said. Can you adapt to the scenarios and situations that you are in when creating and crafting music, especially when it comes to making capital to live off of this music. Um, and now to answer your second question when it comes to goals. So we have different uh, finishing tracks for students. Uh, for one, they get me as a mentor in perpetuity. Um, and I think that above all is something that resonates with a lot of them, right? Mentoring artists that are coming up with, no matter how old they are, right? Uh, one of our students, uh, actually three or four of our students was number one on iTunes last Friday, above 38 Special and Ransom. Uh, and a lot of that came from my business class, letting them know how to actually get to that number one spot. Um, and I mean, 
everyone is not going to be successful. Everyone's not going to be J. Cole. Everyone's not going to be Kendrick Lamar. Everyone's not going to be Mickey Fox. However, there are multiple different ways for MCs to make money after leaving Pendulum. We just launched Pendulum Sync, which allows for MCs to get into the sync licensing world, getting your music placed in video games, movies, television, and commercials. We also have our uh, Pen Pals program, which allows for our students who graduate from Pendulum Inc. to either come and teach here at Pendulum Inc. or teach at neighboring schools in their uh, surrounding areas. I think having these different work tracks is important for people who sign up at the very low price point of what they'll be learning uh, to then further their career, whether in teaching or whether in music. When they show up or when they when they apply, I know there's an application. They they have to send a verse, like they have to like a written verse. Like how, how do you how do you apply? Well, you go on pendulumink.com or you can download the Pendulum Inc. app, which is now available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple Store. Um, you fill out an application, and if you're serious, we will uh, set up a schedule Zoom meeting with you. Um, we will walk you through the course track. We will walk you through the MCs that'll be pulling up this year. And then we'll let you know what the payment process can be for an MC. And then after they make that first payment, then we listen to the music and decide where we can place them. Uh, you know, we've had over 2,000 people submit applications. And, you know, it doesn't make sense to listen to 2,000 people if only 70 people are going to sign up. Uh, as soon as you sign up, we listen to your music and decide where we're going to place you. It's very difficult to just listen to so many different artists and expect to place them if they have no. Uh, intention on signing up at the school. Fair enough. All right, we're going to take a real quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about Pendulum Inc. Mickey Fat. I'm Torrey. Join us for crazy true stories about stars who I really hung out with, like Snoop, Jay Z, Prince, Kanye, and the time I got kidnapped by Suge Knight. Don't miss my animated series, Star Stories with Torrey from the Grio Black Podcast Network. I go back here on Dear Culture talking about Pendulum Inc., a rap academy with founder Mickey Fax. And, you know, we talked about how the kind of students that come to the school and, you know, you made a really interesting point that I, I agree with, right? Like, you know, artists like, like saying Nas couldn't do a sexy red dot. I think that's very funny. Like the imagery on that is hilarious in and of itself. But just I think it's a very good point. Now, I, I kind of wonder, was it an easy transition to go from, you know, artist to teacher for you? Yeah, uh, I think it was an easy transition for me. I think everything in life, especially when it comes to experience, builds you up to the next phase of life. And I look at it like a video game, right? When you Go through a video game. You have to build your skill tree in order to get to the final boss. Uh, I'm not saying that Pendulum Inc. is the final boss, but for a very long time, I worked with so many different artists, whether known or unknown, specifically the unknown artists. And the ability to work with artists who want me on their records, some of them were lyrical records, some of them were vibey records, some of them were conscious records, some of them were reflective records, some of them were party records. I had to adapt to that. And by myself learning to be able to do that because I'm being paid a service, I got to be able to be like, I right, well, listen, I need bills paid and they're the ones that's providing me this capital to do it. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure my customer's happy. So I'm going all out 
learning the different ways to attack a beat, learning the different um, cadences and pockets and deliveries and slang and, and, and inflections to be able to express myself properly on a particular record. And I think those are the artists that stick around for years and years to come after their light potentially may have dimmered. You have to be able to be fluent. And when it came to being a practitioner, I was nervous, right? The same way I'm nervous when it's time to get on a stage. I was nervous when I cut on that Zoom for the very first time to share what it is that I've learned. Um, but as I got comfortable in it, now it's natural to me to be able to give back to uh, a bevy of artists and, you know, professors and teachers alike. How do you decide on the guest lecturers? I know you've had, and I listened to several episodes with Fonte, Master Ace, Inspector Deck. Uh, you mentioned Rod Digger. I think, was it Bun B was like the the um, the graduation uh, speaker? Or like, how yes. do you decide on the people to bring into the fold for Pendulum Inc.? Well, is a, uh, we, we definitely like to go up. Uh, so the first year, which was last year, a lot of the MCs were people that were in my Rolodex that owed me favors uh, and my other professors' favors, right? So Inspector Deck owed me a favor, uh, and he did it. Corey Guns and Sky Zoo owed me favors. Razcast owed me favors. And I was able to leverage that and promote it on social media so people could see that these people were actually coming to the classes. Uh, and that led to the following year. And it was like, okay, I still got a couple people that owe me favors. Let me use those favor cards as well as reaching out to people that I've never kind of had interactive conversations with, such as an Ab Soul, right? The first time me and Ab Soul spoke was maybe two days before the class. And he was like, I'm a fan. I've been a fan. You inspired me. So this is, I don't want to say for, that he said it was a dream come true, but it was more so like, yo, this is destined to happen, right? Um, and we'd like to go up, right? And scale. So next year, you know, we have even crazier artists that are going to be pulling up. Jadakiss, Styles P, Cassidy, uh, Beanie Siegel, Freeway, T.I., wow. The Game. We're looking to go even higher in the totem pole when it comes to artists because we want artists and our students to learn from the best. Uh, how can you grow if you can't learn from the greats? And we choose, we want to make sure all representation is handled. So we have a Women's Month. We have MCs from the South. We have MCs from the East Coast, the Midwest, and the West Coast. What is there, like the artists that that come into, that you ask to come guest lecture and they come and do it, like their reception to it? Because it's funny, like when I think of Inspector Deck, right, I've always thought of him as kind of mathematical by how he puts his verses together, you know, just in general. These walls can talk, they tell you what the neighbors knew. The game don't change, the players do. Um, I don't know if everybody thinks that way. So, you know, some artists like Raz, like, People like Razcast who are like the people that I loved coming up that are just, you know, like when you listen to Razcast, you're going to learn something and you're going to like appreciate the way he attacks a beat kind of thing. I am he and he is I because you can't spell deity without the word die. You know, like when I looked at the, the list of people, when you ask them to come and kind of speak and share their experiences, are they jumping at that opportunity? Like, is it one of those things where they're like, Man, I don't even know what to say. Like, what am I supposed to share with them? Because, you know, I don't know how many of them think about their careers and the things they do academically. Well, a lot of times they don't know what's, what to expect. Uh, when you tell somebody, 
you know, I own a school for lyricism, they're like, okay, well, <laughs> I'll do it, Mickey, because it's you. Um, and then, you know, I let them know what their honorarium is. They then say to me, okay, send me my flight and, you know, hotel. And I'm like, it's Zoom. And then they're even more shocked because the honorarium is so high. Um, and then, you know, they have no idea what to expect. And I think that's the best way for them to kind of come into it. And when they finally step into the, the virtual class, you know, they're blown away with not only the students, but the questions, how it's handled, the gifts that we give them at the end, and the questions that they get to, you know, answer by the the, the students who are basically fans. So right. it turns into this, like, appreciation class, right, as opposed to, like, a teaching class. Um, obviously, they're sharing their experiences and what it is that they've done lyrically, uh, stylistically, and emotionally. But for the most part, you know, they are shown their appreciation for all of the hard work that they've put in over their careers. Good job. Kudos to you and your team for being able to put something together that is able to show and prove, you know what I mean? Like people, the rap school, when you bring actual lyricists into the building, not even just, but rappers in general, people who have made careers out of this and, and the ability to do that is, you know, it's, it's proof of concept. What does graduation look like? Like how did, like, what is the, what is graduation for your students? Well, uh, our last graduation, which happened February 26th to February 28th, was a, a full weekend. Um, and we had in-person classes. We taught with Rhymecology in person. We had Antonio Reed Jr. come in and teach our business class. And we had Grip come in as our legendary guest who was signed to Shady Records. He came in and also did that class. From there, we had a showcase that night, sold out crowd, 250 people in Atlanta. And all of our students got a chance to perform one song. Um, it was incredible. And then the next day, we had our graduation at the gathering spot for our event. Um, students got degrees. Uh, some students got glass awards. Bun B made the commencement speech. And they all got hats and shirts uh, that they had to wear. Uh, it, was a, it was a monumental experience. And, you know, this next year, which is the next graduation, We'll be in New York City at the New York Public Library, um, and Black Thought will be the commencement speech. Yeah, that's amazing. One more break here at Dear Culture. We're going to come back and talk Black Fashions and Black Meditations and have Mickey Fax explain to everybody how they can get more information about Pendulum Inc. And if you're interested, how you can get down. Stay tuned. The 80s gave us unforgettable songs from Bob Marley, De La Soul, and Public Enemy. I'm a black man, and I can never be a veteran. Being Black, the 80s is a podcast docuseries hosted by me, Torre, looking at the most important issues of the 80s through the songs of the decade. A decade when crack kingpins controlled the streets but lost their humanity. You couldn't be like those soft, smiling, happy-go-lucky drug dealers. You had to suppress that. It was a time when disco was part of gay liberation. It provided the information to counter narratives that were given to gay people by the straight world. This is the funkiest history class you'll ever take. Join me, Torre, for Being Black the 80s on the Grio Black Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
All right, we're back here in Dear Culture with Mickey Fax, founder of Pendulum Inc. And he's been explaining to us about uh, the school, the courses that you can take, how you graduate, who's been a part of this. And the hip hop head in me is screaming on the inside and wishes I had done something like this. And maybe I have to sign up myself. Maybe I got to get on here and try to and, and try to try to take some courses and do like the the journalist, the journal, the inside scoop from a journalist stand, standpoint of this. Um, we down. Pull up. Listen, you playing, but I'm actually been thinking about it. I'm over here like huh, maybe I, I might need to I might need to get down with this. Um, you know, the last question I'm going to ask you before we get to our final segments is what's been your favorite part of this experience for you so far? Um, uh, that's tough. You know, the first year was, was everything was new. So, you know, seeing people shocked and awe and what we were doing has been a big kind of deal for a lot of us at Pendulum. Um, obviously, meeting the students in person was a big deal. Uh, and then obviously, you know, having the, the legendary guests come in, like, it's just, it's so many, it's so many different instances where great things have happened in that interim uh, to kind of say that this was the best part. Every part of my job has been incredible so far because it's never been done before. So every day is like a new, brand new experience, uh, if I'm being honest. Yeah, no, that's real. All right. So the final segments we do here at Dear Culture uh, are my favorite, which are Black Fashions and Black Emendations. A Black Fashion being a confession about your Blackness. Something people will be surprised to know about you because you are Black. Do you have a Black Fashion for us? Uh. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know how to swim. Um, so that kind of makes you just stereotypically black. So. Oh, OK, OK, OK. So <laughs> I never. OK, here, here's one. Here's one. I never like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's a black fashion. That is 100 okay, percent a black fashion. Why? I, I just never got into it. I never. I just could never. It never made sense to me. I, I just. I just couldn't. I tried. I tried. I just can't. It's not. Just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Actually, I love Will Smith. I love all of the actors, right? But it's just, it was never for me. It felt, it felt, it was too much. It felt, it felt like a caricature of the culture. Even though Will Smith is from the culture, it felt, it all. Even as a, at a younger age, it felt dramatized because when I look at the video parents just don't understand. And then when I first saw the 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 first intro to the to the move to the to the television show, I'm like, oh, this is just an extension of the video. This is gonna be fire. And then it was a sitcom and it was like, nah, this doesn't feel right. He ain't rapping on his. I just never you, got it. You feel like culturally it just didn't work, or like you you just had an issue with the way that I guess I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make it bigger than it is, but like the culture is being used to sell a product. No, culturally okay. it worked because clearly okay. people loved it. Right. For me, I couldn't get into it. I yeah. just couldn't. Get, I tried. I tried. I just couldn't. <laughs> I, listen, I I feel that there are definitely shows that everybody's loved that I didn't. I haven't enjoyed. So I get it. Have you watched Bel Air? Like the 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 reboot? Have you tried to check that out? It's on Peacock. I don't have Peacock, man. You know, 
It ain't. So I saw a post the other day about cable. Somebody was like, we got finessed to pay <laughs> these channels one by one instead of just having, you know, paying one one bill and just having all of these channels. We got finessed. So yeah. now, like, I haven't, you know, and I'm a big fan of The Office. And The Office is now only on Peacock. I, I'm not paying Peacock because I pay Disney Plus. I pay Hulu. I right. pay Netflix. I play Disney. I play Max, pay Max. You know what I'm saying? So like, no, I haven't. I haven't watched Peacock. I've seen some of the snippets of Bel Air. It looks great, but <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't got a chance to check it out. All right. Well, that was a black fashion. I think that soundly qualifies. So thank you. Yes. Uh, to 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 counter the black the black fashion, we also do a black recommendation, which is a recommendation about black culture, something that you think people like our community should be up on. Um, something for buying about black culture. Do you have a black recommendation for it? Pendulum Inc. I mean, it doesn't get more blacker than being turned down by institutions, college, inst- college institutions, and even masterclass and saying, okay, I'll just do it myself and have it all black. You know, being at Pendulum Inc., and, and, you know, before we got on here, Panama, you were saying you went to college with Professor Mario Jack. That bro, that griot is is black. That's a black, <laughs> black man. And he's teaching criminology and hip hop. This is this is the this is culture in its essence. You know, learning about finance, learning about business, learning about uh, the visual aesthetics of hip hop, learning about the legal system in hip hop. That's to me. Hip. Hip hop culture is is the biggest export in America, so it's like, and it's our culture. That is black culture in its purest essence, and we're teaching it. Come to school and learn it. To me, that's that's my black recommendation. And I'm sorry if that's a it's a self promotion, but <laughs> trust me, <laughs> this is where well, you I assume that was what you were going to have to black amend. I was going to make that as a black recommendation in case you didn't do that too. Like, listen. Let me also make sure you mention that this is where you need to be. So tell people how they can learn more about Pendulum Inc. You know, you just we mentioned the app earlier. You mentioned the app earlier. But like, how can people engage with Pendulum Inc. if they're interested in applying? You know, how do we get there? Yeah, I mean, for right now, we're looking to apply people for next year uh, starting in March. So uh, the tuition is about two grand. We cut it from three grand this year to two grand. So you can sign up today. You can pay us through a firm monthly plan. Go on PendulumInc.com, fill out an application, request a Zoom interview with one of us, and we will walk you through the process of what our new electives are going to be this year, our new professors that are going to be coming in to teach, and how you can be a part of the Pendulum Inc. family. Uh, Yeah, PendulumInc.com. Sign up today. Yeah, I love it. Well, um, I appreciate you coming on here, sharing about the school, about, you know, how we got here, how you got here, uh, creating this space. And I completely agree with you about, like, the school kind of being an amalgamation of the culture at whole and the ability to to give back in this way, I think is uh, is commendable, but also it's necessary. So, you know, shouts out to you and your team for successfully doing something that, you know, like, again, show and prove proof of concept is 100 percent like. You got a hundred percent on that joint right there, and I and I can appreciate that. So, thank you. Uh, you know, thanks for being here. 
Uh, tell people where they could find you if they're looking to get more information about Mickey Facts. Yeah, uh, you could definitely, you know, find me on Twitter.com backslash Mickey Facts, M-I-C-K-E-Y-F-A-C-T-Z. Find me on Instagram at Mickey.Facts and on Facebook backslash official Mickey Facts. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, appreciate everything that you're doing. And we'll make sure that, you know, you can amplify as many people so as many people can find out about Pendulum Inc. as possible. Uh, because I do think, I genuinely do think it's necessary. Thank you to everybody who's listening and checking us out. My name is Panama Jackson. Dear culture, have a black. started this podcast to talk about not just what black writers write about but how well personally it's on my bucket list to have one of my books banned <laughs> i know that's probably bad but Ooh. i think Ooh, spicy they were yelling n-word go home and i was looking around for the n-word because i knew it couldn't be me because i was a queen <laughs> but i'm telling people to quit this mentality of identifying ourselves yeah. by our work to start to live our lives and to redefine the whole concept of how we work and where we work and why we work in the first place. My, my biggest strength throughout throughout my career has been having incredible mentors and specifically black women. I've been writing poetry since I was like eight. You know, I've been reading Langston Hughes and James Baldwin and Maya Angelou and so forth and so on since I was like a little kid. Like the banjo was blackly black, right? Mm -hmm. For Many, many, African. many years. Everybody yes. knew. Because sometimes I'm just doing some Sam <laughs> that because <laughs> I just want to do it. An honor to be here. Thank you for doing the work that you're doing. Keep shining bright. And we and, and like you said, we gonna keep writing black. As always, you can find us on the Grio app or wherever you find your podcasts.